Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spillin' Diz Tea. I'm Sakura. And I'm Brayden. And today we're going to be talking about Disney princesses. Da-na-na. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like our fourth time fourth recording. Fourth millionth time. Yeah, we've oh recorded gosh. this exact episode, this exact topic, many, many times. I'm not a technical person. I don't yeah. deal with AV equipment. Yeah. So I don't know why I think <laughs> hold on to all the audio files yeah we we lost our audio file so (laughs) if we sound a little different like three quarters of the way through this podcast that's because this has been recorded at different times so yeah so we're gonna talk about uh disney princesses uh the franchise the characters Mm -hmm. we're gonna rank them uh we're going to just kind of give our two cents yeah yeah. Um, so before we get into the characters, like the individual characters, I thought it'd be interesting to do a little history lesson, a little story time. So Boring. <laughs> so everybody, you know, come sit on the carpet, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> and we're going to do a little story time. So the idea of a Disney princess has existed, I think, since... Well, since Disney started making princesses and people just assume that the Disney princesses have always existed, but that's not true. So the franchise was created in 2001 by Andy Mooney, who is the chairman of Disney Consumer Products. And going forward, I'm just going to call it DCP because that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. So he visited a Disney on Ice show in 2000 and he saw a bunch of little kids dressed as Disney princesses. And they were in um, dresses that they, I guess their parents had made at home or whatever. They weren't Disney branded costumes. And kind of he saw this and all of a sudden, you know, the light bulb went off in his head and he realized, yo, we can like market this, we can sell it, we can brand it and Mm -hmm. we can make bank. So he created the Disney Princess franchise. He brought it back to DCP and they were all for it. So they created the franchise with, at the time, it was eight members who we will get into later. So after the Disney Princess franchise was initiated the sales at dcp went from 300 million in 2001 to 3 billion in 2006 Damn. yeah it became the top seller of uh, consumer and entertainment products globally which is that's a lot of money that's a market gap if i ever heard one man yeah <laughs> that's like that's like three frozens like <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> Today, there are over 25,000 products based on the franchise. So you got your, you got your dolls, got your toothbrushes. Your toothbrushes. You got your garden pails. Your gar- <laughs> <laughs> Half of the dollar store, honestly. Literally, literally. <laughs> Anywhere you go, you will find Disney Princess merchandise. Yeah. It's one of Disney's most profitable franchises, for sure. Up there with Frozen, Cars, Toy Story, yeah. Marvel, Star Wars. It's up there. The franchise initially consisted of eight members. So we have Snow White, we mm-hmm. have Cinderella, mm-hmm. Aurora, mm-hmm. aka Sleeping Beauty, um, Ariel, mm-hmm. Belle, mm-hmm. Jasmine, mm-hmm. Pocahontas, and mm-hmm. Mulan. And kind of at the beginning, Pocahontas and Mulan were kind of like they, they had like, like they were weird princesses. They were like ish in the princess franchise. Yeah. They, sometimes they were featured, but most of the time they weren't. They weren't. Yeah, and that was weird. Yeah. You know? It was like the first. I just remember it being the first six. Yeah. Honestly. And then the additions are Tiana from The Princess and the Frog, Rapunzel, Merida, and most recently Moana was uh, included this year. Yeah. So despite popular belief, Anna and Elsa aren't included, which we'll get into when we kind of go over the criteria for the franchise. We include them in this list just because we both agree that 
the only reason they're not in the franchise is because they're too successful. Yeah. Um, but but they're, other, they're princesses. Like, yeah. they fit the criteria, you know? Yeah, they're, they're marketed identically alongside. Yeah. We were just talking about the... Um, like the books and dolls and it's it's the same thing. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's funny because it's there's an entire list of criteria of like what it takes to constitute for being a Disney princess or being a part of the franchise. And um, I was able to find this list online. Um, I found it on Disney Wiki, so I don't know if it's official or not. So don't anyone come and at me. Reliable source. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just kind of going through this. Um, I've seen this a couple of places, so I think this is like a pretty good general idea of what they use to define their princesses. Uh, so to start, the character has to be born human or human-like in the case of like Ariel or used to be Tinkerbell when she was a part of the franchise. Uh, the character has to have a primary or distinctive role in an animated Disney or Pixar film. The character has not been introduced in a sequel. The character has either been born royal, married royal, or has performed an act of heroism. Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the character's film should not be a box office success that is neither underwhelming nor overwhelming and or have a cultural impact. Solely in the case of like Aurora. I don't know what that means. <laughs> So when Sleeping Beauty was released, it was not considered a financial success because it had such a big budget um, and it didn't recoup that amount of money. Oh. So for like for any movie at the time, it would be considered a success, but it had such a big budget. So technically, okay. it was a box office failure, but she still included... Like had the cultural... She was still like big. Yeah. She's still popular yeah. enough that she's included. Whereas okay. like Kida from Atlantis or, you know, she wouldn't be included. Or the girl from Black <laughs> Culture, what's her name? <laughs> Exactly. My point exactly. Elonwin. Elonwi. Oh, yeah. Elonwi. Elonwi. I'm Princess Elonwi. <laughs> yeah, she's not included because, like, ain't nobody saw her movie, so. And her fit was gross, so. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> okay, and then, yeah, finally, um, the character has to have a massive appeal and recognition towards viewers and audiences alike. And also something really interesting that you were able to find is that all the princesses, like, in their merchandise, and their franchising, they don't make eye contact. Yeah. So, so it's guesses to, like, show that they're not all in the same world. Yeah. But that's, like, really interesting. Like, if you look at any Disney princess merchandise, they're never interacting with each other. They're never looking at each other. They're all, like, isolated in their own yeah. bubble, which yeah. is really interesting. I guess, so when the franchise was created, Roy E. Disney... He was against the idea of the franchise because they all existed. All these characters were supposed to exist in their own mythologies, in their own worlds. Yeah. So one rule that he implemented to put down was that they never interact with each other because they exist in their own separate like universes. Yeah. So yeah, if you see, if you come across any Disney princess product, you know, when you're in the grocery store or whatever, look and you'll see none of them are looking at each other. Except for in Rob Breaks the Internet. Which I guess they got away with because they're... It's, like, not the same world. Yeah, they're, like, avatars or something like yeah. that. So, I mean, that was a big deal. They're all imposters. Yeah. yeah, ask me. Another fun fact is there are some princesses who actually were axed from the franchise. Um, mm. We like to call them the forgotten princesses. The forgotten. So, Esmeralda and Tinkerbell were... Originally, actually, they were in the franchise. They actually have... Um, if you look it up, you can see some merchandise that they have that's, like, Disney Princess branded. Esmeralda was taken out. I'm... Snubbed. Yeah. I don't know why exactly. Maybe just because she... Her okay, film wait. was very... 
to be honest, why was she put in? I have no idea. She's not a princess. She's not. And her active heroism isn't as grandiose as saving China. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Disney, I don't know. I think she sold pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. But I think it, her movie was very dark and her villain is like lusting after her. A predator. Yeah. So I think <laughs> that they probably want to move away from that. Yeah. Um, and then take. Because then they'd have to market Frollo. Yeah. And nobody wants to market Frollo. No, can you imagine? Like, Ew, like doll Frollo sets? dolls? Yeah. Oh my God, no. <laughs> oh God. So her being axed, I understand. And then Tinkerbell, she kind of got her own franchise, the Disney fairy franchise. Which yeah. did pretty well. It had like which, books. She and, did her thing. Yeah, you know, chilling. She was like Camila Cabello. She stepped away from the group, <laughs> got a solo <laughs> career. It's true. And <laughs> was thriving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She was. <laughs> and then actually there were some princesses that were considered but never realized. So Anna and Elsa are are two of them, but we're, con- we're considering them for the sake of this podcast. Yeah. Jane Porter from Tarzan was originally going to join the princess franchise. She never did. She looks too much like Belle. That's one of the reasons, yeah, because yeah. she has the brown hair and the yellow dress, I guess. Yeah. Giselle was going to be added to the franchise, but then they realized that since Giselle's like animated persona is based off of amy adams they'd have to pay amy adams to use her likeness so in like merchandise and stuff like yeah um so they didn't do that i guess i'd said that's the only three i mean kita was never considered because her movie did not make money movie did tanked um and meg i don't think it's ever considered which is surprising which is interesting i think she should because i think hercules was uh i don't think it made a lot of money but i think it was like a success like critically yeah so those are the snubbed. We kind of want to do a podcast maybe on them at some point. But, yeah. Uh, for now, we're going to focus on the actual on the real princesses. ones, yeah. <laughs> the ones that matter. No tea, no, no shade. <laughs> okay, so then, yeah. So now we're going to get into ranking our princesses. We've got found some criteria that we want to go based off of to, like, determine how we're going to rate them, how we're going to rank them, how we're going to judge them. Yes, this is judging day. Yeah. So we decided we're going to go off based off of their character, their songs, dresses, sidekicks, themes, marketing, merchandise, likability, storyline, hair. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like everything that contributes to their character. And these are probably going to be extremely biased Oh, these are so biased. Because, like, nostalgia and, like... Yeah, like, nostalgia plays a big big role in it. Like, everything's biased. Don't... Yeah. This is not not objective. Yeah. So if your princess is, like, on the bottom of my list, no offense, you know? (laughs) You do you. Okay, so um, we have a way of ranking it. So we're just going to go through each princess chronologically. And then at the end, we're going to do our... um, we're going to rank our 14 princesses, but as we go through each princess up until Moana, we're going to go on a scale that we call the Yamana scale. Yamana. So you give them a ya, as in like, you like them. A meh, you know, you're indifferent to them. They're cool. You don't hate them. They're just whatever. And a na is you have strong negative feelings towards them. <laughs> you just don't like them. So we call it the Yamana scale. Yes. Catchy, huh? Yamana. 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 Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so yeah, let's go through them um, in chronological order. So to start off, is Snow White. Snow White. Snowy, snowy, snow. 1937. 1937. Okay, so Snow White is obviously super iconic. She is the princess, I think, that um, younger kids identify with most. I think she's the first one they grasp onto because she's the most childlike. She's 14. Which is... She's a baby. She's a baby. Yeah. She's she's young. She's a kid. A whole child. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, which makes her whole story even more traumatic. Like, yeah. This girl <laughs> yeah. wanted to cut out a 14-year-old's heart. Like, oh what the heck? Oh, my God. Yeah, so she, she's very innocent um, and sweet and pure, and that's kind of what kids relate to. And I think those are good qualities for sure. Like, I think in all of these princesses, there are great qualities. I yeah. don't think any of them are all bad. I think Snow White... Just as you get older, <laughs> I think that it's her... she gets annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was beating around the bush, <laughs> but yeah. I watched it the other day, and I just I'm like, she breaks and enters. Yeah, she tells these doors what to do. <laughs> Walks into their house, decides yeah. that she needs to start messing with their stuff. Yeah, and then when they show up and they're like, whoa, 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 hold on, like. Who are you? She's trying to yell at them and try yeah. to like talk down on them. Like, yeah, not cool. What? Not cool. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'll clean the house and maybe they'll let me stay. So not pure intentions, my friends. <laughs> she had an ulterior motive. Yeah. She don't care about them dwarves. <laughs> um, I mean, you have to give it credit because it was the first animated film. Yeah. So, and at that time, it's it. you can tell the movie is not really, it's not like today where you have character arcs and it's very character based. It's very much the film itself. There's a story. Yeah. And then the main character just happens to be a princess. Yeah. It's not like really a huge journey and thing that she goes through. It yeah. thrives on emotion. Yeah. Which is, you know, like like fright and romance. <laughs> Terror. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Her songs, I, I like them. They're, they don't really, like, I don't know all the words to them. So if I'm going to sing. Ha ho, ha Okay, that's not her song. <laughs> that is probably the most famous song for that movie, though. <laughs> but, you know, like, if I'm going to sing a Disney princess song, the first one that comes to mind probably isn't Hi-ho. I'm Wishing <laughs> or I Hope. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of feel like when oh these a lot of these like older princesses are just kind of slowly getting like pushed back and back just because there are all these new princesses that have like powers and like do all these super cool things and like they have these dope songs and it's kind of like these princesses are timeless. Yeah. But you know, we're just getting cooler and cooler as we get older. So they're getting snubbed back and that's kind of in my opinion why they're falling in ranks for me anyways because they're just not as cool you know like you're not awful it's just times are changing things are doper than what you have to offer me so yeah yeah i mean 1937 compared to 2020 it's it's crazy the the change that we made yeah so next up cinderella I'll let you uh, start Cinderella off since she's a princess that you like a lot. Yeah, Cinderella, she's really high up there for me. 
I really liked her movies. Like, I liked her sequels. Mm -hmm. I remember my sister really loving The Little Mermaid. And then, you know, like, when your older sibling likes something, so you like something because they like something? Yeah, exactly. I That was, like, how I was for The Little Mermaid. And then I was like, you know what? I want my own princess. Like, I want, like, my own and be yeah. independent. And I remember I got Cinderella 3 on Blu-ray. My grandma bought it for me for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then from then on, I was like, Cinderella's my favorite. And there's, like, this, like, period in my life, this little phase I went through. And I was, yeah. like, in the Cinderella phase. And then since then, I've gotten very defensive of her. Because I'm like, she just wanted to have a good time. She didn't want to meet no prince, you know. Yeah. She gave her stepmom some attitude. She was <sighs> like, I don't like this situation, but I'm going to put up with it, you know. Yeah. I really like her. I think she has a lot of spunk. And a lot of personality. Um, I think a lot of people overlook her. I think she's kind of a victim to the character, to what the character is perceived as in like pop culture, mm-hmm. as opposed to her in the movie. Because um, I think her in the movie, she's a great character. Um, she's probably the best Cinderella character, at least in any adaptation, in my opinion. I really like. I mean, Brandy though. <laughs> Brandy, <laughs> yo, Brandy Cinderella, the best. Like, <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> that movie's actually not good. <laughs> but I love it so much. I know, I know. When we watched it the other day, I was like, objectively speaking. <laughs> it was bad. It was a bad movie. Yeah. But it's like Hercules. It's such a hot mess and it makes no yeah. sense. But you love it. You gotta love it. It's like a Broadway play. Like, they're... Because obviously it's based off the play, the Broadway play by um, Rodgers and Hammerstein. But they're filming it like a Broadway play. So the prince is, like, singing the song. And they're, like, singing within, like, a meter proximity of each other, okay? (laughs) And they somehow can't hear each other. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You didn't try to adapt this for the screen? Literally. So, anyway, back to the original Cinderella. I really like her aesthetic. Yeah. I love her. She has a beautiful dress. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she has the most iconic dresses, I think, of all time. Dresses? She has the most iconic <laughs> Disney dresses. Um, I don't think that pink dress is that iconic. No, I meant the one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant the, I meant the gray one. <laughs> that pink dress? Man. That shit was rags. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no offense to Cinderella's mom, rest in peace, girl, but that pink dress was not it, it sis. Was- <laughs> Like, when they ripped it, they did you a favor, honey, Honestly. because that silvery, powdery dress, you know? A oh, hundred times better. Yeah. Technically, your mom's dress is still in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Know, so. It all works out. Yeah. But yeah, she's like the leader of the Disney princesses. She is. She is, because he's one of the first. I wonder, well, I guess she just did, or she had a lot more, um, a lot more stance over Snow White, because it's like Snow White's the first one. Why wouldn't she naturally lead? Yeah. You know? I think it's because Cinderella is just such, like, she's such an elegant and graceful character. Yeah. And she definitely, like, compared to Snow White, she, yeah, like, she obviously is older than Snow White. She's 19. Snow White's, what, 14? Yeah. But, um... She just, ex- like, exudes this, like, maturity. You know? Yeah. Makes I mean, sense. And Aurora sucks, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now Elsa could probably be like, I'm the leader. 
push her over. Um, yeah, Cinderella is cool. Um, I think, like, I think her story is iconic. I think, you know, her outfits are great. The songs are beautiful, everything. She's just boring to me, honestly mm-hmm. speaking. Like, they're just not a lot more in comparison, like very similar to what I was saying about Snow White. You look at all these super cool princesses now, and like I'm sure at one point in time, like Cinderella was my favorite Disney princess. Heck, I have a Halloween costume of Cinderella when I was like four or something. But I just, you know, she's kind of boring to me now. You know, it's just a lot of cooler things that I've seen. And I know a lot of people actually like Cinderella. I didn't know how many people stand Cinderella hard like this. We already have a dress transformation princess. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, she's really boring, especially when you like look at the sequels and you look at her freaking mice. Bro, those are, they're more interesting to me than Cinderella. Like, you know, she, Jock Jock just wanted to, you know, be Jack the Jack. big man. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Help Cinderella out where he could. Get you a man like Jack Jack. He's like, let me at least become a human first, you know? <laughs> Sorry, as you were saying. Um, yeah, Jack-Jack's dope. Like, even, you know, them helping Lucifer land pom-pom. That-, <laughs> <laughs> that was a dope story, too. <laughs> oh, my God, pom-pom. Oh, my gosh. But then, you know, like, you know, Cinderella having to pick between, like, Ekru and Kim. <laughs> oh my god. I don't give a f- <laughs> So, um, yeah, overall, where does Cinderella fall on your Yamanus scale? Uh, she's a yeah. She's definitely she's a yeah. She's a lower yeah for me. A low yeah. She is a meh for me. Ooh. Or was she a nah? No, I think she was a meh. Yeah, she was a man for me. Again, she's cool, just not my necessarily my cup of tea. All right, moving forward into Aurora. <laughs> I hate her so much. I think she should be stripped of her princess title Ooh. and her princess status, okay? You know why? Shots fired. Because she's useless. <gasps> Absolutely. What does she do? She's like that, uh, like the partner in your project that doesn't do anything, but still gets to put their name on the report. Like she has no lines in her stupid movie. She has what? 18 lines or 18 minutes of audio. Like she just, she's like barely in it. 18 minutes of screen time. She like has no purpose. Like she's boring. Like the thing is that like we follow the events that follow her life, but never, we never really like follow her during her life so it's like why are we watching this why is she the title character like yeah she's the title character but she's definitely not the main character but then again like who is the main character then i don't know that whole movie's kind of dumb for me maleficent's cool which is you know why she was able to build enough of a brand and presence for herself that she could be the one to hold the live action movie title but aurora like yeah, of all like the characters in the movie that I enjoy and that I like, I think Roar is like on the, the bottom. bottom. Yeah, because I love seeing Maleficent and I even like the fairies and stuff. Yeah, they're boring as hell too, but like at least they do stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think like like I love Sleeping Beauty the movie, and I think aesthetically I really always liked Aurora. I think it's like nostalgia though, because that's like one of the first 
Disney movies I think I remember watching. Yeah. But yeah, there's not much to Aurora. She doesn't no. really have any she doesn't have any goals. She doesn't have any you don't know about her personality. All you know is that she's pretty, she can sing, and she wants to be in love and she walks around the forest and she doesn't want to be treated like a kid. That's all you know about Aurora. Yeah. And Which is every other f***ing princess. Yeah. She she doesn't bring anything new to the table. Yeah. You know, she's a blonde princess in a pink dress. There's not much... And I'm sorry to any Aurora fans right now. We're hardcore <laughs> roasting your favorite. No, I want you guys to think about why she's your favorite. Why do you like her? Why? Unlike Sakura, what I does think she do? you're entitled to your opinions. Like, sure, but why? <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> She doesn't do anything. Like, I just, you know, if I actually could give one princess the boot, it would be her. Everyone else is, no, literally, Mulan literally has to fight her way into this lineup. We got a bunch of cool But we have Aurora, who just sleeps. This yeah. dumbass pricked her finger. I don't even know how the hell she nicely pricked her. She wanted to go oh, to sleep. She was in a trance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She wanted to go to sleep. Ever <laughs> she sleeps the whole movie. She's asleep the whole movie. Like, I just, I don't understand. And the movie itself is boring. Yeah, I think even we, we recently, we watched Brave yesterday, was it? Yeah. And, like, watching it, I'm like, I don't love Merida, which we'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I like Merida over Aurora, actually. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I. Or I'm sure, you're a pretty girl. I'll give you that. Your dress could be better. Yeah, blue dress though. I'm team blue. The blue dress would have looked way better, but I guess Cindy stole that from you, so sorry. And Once Upon a Dream is a dope song. Yeah. But yeah, you got some good stuff, I guess, going for you, but overall, I just don't think you hold enough to... So on the Yamina scale, she's... Uh... Nah. Yeah. Hell nah. She's same. down there. Yeah, same. Cool. Okay, so... Now moving into the Renaissance princess era, we have Ariel. Ariel? Ariel. That's my Sebastian impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ariel is an icon. Ariel's like, yeah, she's like everyone's favorite princess, basically. Yeah. It's, she's a mermaid. Yeah. You know, that's the coolest thing. Like, the really cool thing about Ariel is that while there were these three princesses, they, like, took... How many years was it until they made The Little Mermaid? It was 30 years between... 30 years. 30 years. So, like, they're suddenly bringing back this, like, whole new female heroine, and she's a mermaid. She has this, like, bright red hair, and this, like, you know... She looks cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Her poster is beautiful. She's, like, reaching up to, like... Oh, yeah. Reaching up to the sky or to the people, you know? And she just looks super cool, and it just looks so mysterious, and it's like, whoa, like, what is this? And, like, animation's only getting better, and songs just keep getting better, so everyone's like, whoa, like, what is this movie going to be about? Yeah. It was, like, a return to form for Disney, for sure. Yeah. Um, and Ariel, ha- like, with there being a 30-year gap, you compare Ariel to the first three princesses, and it's so different. Like, she's so much more modern, uh-huh. proactive... She speaks her mind. And I know there's a lot of criticism to Ariel for, you know, <laughs> leaving her home for someone she just met. And, like, I acknowledge that. <laughs> like, that that's not <laughs> safe. But, I mean, it worked out for her. 
Honestly, I feel like most 16-year-olds do that now anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I look past that and I kind of see more to a character than just like that. Yeah. Know? She's a lot... She, she's dedicated. She is. She wants she's something passionate. and she goes and gets it. Yeah. And I think like that's something that I like gravitate towards in her character. Yeah. Like she, and part of that, I think, is her animator, Glenn Keane, really has a way of getting across a sense of like yearning in a character. Yeah. And her music is yeah amazing. Awesome soundtrack. She has she sings one song, but like it's yeah. one of the most. I think it. But is, it's like like top five icon Disney songs. Yeah, like yeah. it's like it's just so powerful, so beautiful. Like it's ugh. wow, part of your world. Yeah, it's so good. Part of that world. Part of that world. Guys. Part of that world. It's not part of your world. <laughs> she hadn't met Prince Eric yet. Um, I think a lot of people too, they forget that like before she met Eric, like she still wanted to go and be part of the world above and Yeah. So she didn't really go to like chase a boy. Well She she was it was dual <laughs> motivation. Yeah. She wanted to go, but it's just like this was a reason to go. It was like a sign. Yeah. It was like this is now now is my time to go and explore. Yeah. <laughs> And I love, like, even when she loses her voice and she transforms into a human, like, she has so much expression and personality. Yeah. And she's so curious and she just wants to, like, learn everything she can about this new world. Yeah. Um, and I love that. And I love, like, her, I don't know, I just like her sense of wonder, I think is really cool. Um, and she's so likable. Mm-hmm. And. She is. She yeah. is. She has awesome sidekicks. Sebastian Flounder. Scuttle. Scuttle. Scuttle's underrated. Scuttle. I hate Scuttle. (laughs) (laughs) And her sequels. Her sequel. Yeah, well, she has more than one sequel. I guess objectively, the second one's probably not good, but I love it. Nostalgia, man. Yeah, it's all nostalgia. (laughs) It's literally the Little Mermaid in reverse. Yeah. Flipped, but it's good. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't try too hard with that, but it's fine because that song had, I mean, that movie had some bops too. Melody was cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing too is Little Mermaid was really Disney's first like Broadway-esque musical because before that it was very, it was more like the songs kind of just weaved in and out of the story. Yeah. But here you have full-on performances, like show-stopping performances. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love like the Calypso... um, like aesthetic yeah and i just love it's a very pretty animated movie it is it is and i love that it's underwater and it's just yeah the aesthetic is just yeah i'm excited to see how they're going to animate the live action yeah because obviously they're gonna like add additional animations into it to like make like the water look beautiful and that sort of thing and i think like that's something that is gonna work an advantage to this movie because underwater in real life looks disgusting yeah <laughs> so you know this will be a lot better well, way unless to you're like, in the ocean <laughs> unless we're not talking to people in the ocean so it <laughs> doesn't count doesn't matter um but yeah like with these additional animations it'll like make it look really pretty yeah and make things stand out really well i hope yeah yeah for sure she was definitely, like, a game changer for the princesses. Yeah. Yeah, and there's something about Ariel that, like, even, like, Belle and and Jasmine don't really have. Yeah. There's, there's, she just has, like, that spark that I, I don't know. I just yeah, remember. it's her personality. Yeah. 
So uh, where does she rank for you? She's a yeah. 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 She's a yeah for She's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was an easy one. She's in her spot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving forward to... Belle. <laughs> I don't like Belle. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I know a lot of people love her. I just... I don't know, man. Sorry, you go ahead first. No, you talk about Belle. I want to hear you talk about okay. Belle. I feel like Beauty and the Beast is more so about the Beast than it is about Belle. The Beast is the character with the personality and that changes and grows. Yeah. Belle just kind of stays stagnant. And, like, she's not a bad... Like, her personality and her traits aren't bad. But she doesn't really change at all. She always... She stays the same. She stays the same. She's smart in the beginning. She's smart in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she reads, and that's cool. And she wants to go on an adventure for, like, <laughs> ten minutes, and then she just goes into the castle and forgets about that plot line for some reason, <laughs> which really cheesed me because she's like, wants adventure, and she wants to go out of this small town and see the world, and then she goes into this castle and then Well, that's what she goes there. to find her father. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, instead of, like, her and the bees going on, like, a big trip <laughs> after, like, a road trip, they just stay in the castle for the rest of their life. And I'm like, that's not... That. Well, you know what? I just, like, I don't know. I don't like the fact that her sidekicks are... Dishware. Cutlery. <laughs> um... <laughs> And yeah, like the music is good for the sure. The music is great. Yeah. It's a top soundtrack for sure. Yeah, it's it's really good. And I think like I like I really like the voice actress that does Belle's voice. And like there are things I like about Belle. I just think she's overrated. Like I think everyone's like, she's like the smart princess. And I'm like, there's other princesses that evoke that more. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't know, I just don't resonate with her. And her I, the whole theme of the movie is that beauty is within yeah but she doesn't really have to come to learn that with the beast because she you know what i mean like she already she is beautiful <laughs> well she is beautiful and she it doesn't take her long to like see the good in the beast yeah it's more the beast kind of realizing that for himself yeah and yeah granted like no one wants to watch a movie knowing that it's about prince adam yeah that's the thing. It's like, even though it's more so the Beast story. But he's story, more interesting character. Like, he's like he the is, Elsa of Beauty and the Beast. He is, but it's like, think about think about it if he was the main protagonist, the way Aladdin is. Yeah. Would it have the same hype? Well, no. I'm not saying that Belle should be, like, omitted from the story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, no, I'm fan. saying, like, she would still be, still be present, but she would just be, like, more... More, more to the side, the way Jasmine is. I would be down for that. You would be down for that? I don't yeah. think it would do as well. Disney Golden Books released two, okay? So they released I Am Beast and <laughs> I Am Belle. Did I buy I Am Belle? No. I bought that I sounds Am like Beast. a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> But, Plus, like, I mean, honestly, I feel like if it was mainly about the Beast, it would be at the same level of movies as, like, maybe a little higher than Atlantis. I guess. I don't know. I just... That's how I feel about Belle, guys. Love it or hate <laughs> it. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. She's a nah for me. <laughs> so, 
Scora? You I have Bella's a man. Um, I don't love her, but I don't by any means hate her. I don't think she's super extraordinary. I think it's, you know, yeah, she's smart. She teaches children to read. Oh, wait, that was the live action. That was the live action. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know, I like. Mean, she's selfless. I'll give her that. She goes to, she takes her father's place in like no time. Yeah. That's really brave of someone. Yeah. That should earn her like 10 points, you know. I, I like, I really like um, the characters in the movie. So Gaston is a top character for me. Um, do I like his character? No, but he's still a top character because he's like the first of his kind. That's like a normal villain. And I don't want to get too much into him because we will have a villain episode, but like, he's not like a big mystical, magical being that's just trying to like kill all the princesses because they want to be beautiful or they want to be more powerful or they want to be whatever. He's just like a douchebag. And I think that's hilarious. Yeah. You know? He foils the beast very well. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that was like an interesting way that they did it, um, having the villain as the foil, and that kind of shows Disney almost getting more complex with their thought, with their plots, and how they want to execute their stories. It was um, very sophisticated. As yeah, like compared to I love Little Mermaid, but compared to Little Mermaid, um, I feel like there's a reason this movie got nominated for Best Picture because it's. Very sophisticated for storytelling. And I love the message, for sure. Like, the yeah. theme of, you know, beauty is within, and, and that beauty isn't just based off of physical appearance, I think is awesome. Yeah. So it's nothing against that. <laughs> Her golden gown, though, is beautiful. Can't deny that. I prefer that. the blue one. You prefer... What? The blue uh? one and the pink one over the golden one, yeah. The pink one? Yeah, when oh, she's... Oh, like her the, winter, the winter outfit? One, yeah. I think that's my favorite one. But the blue one, that's like... That's, that's like I met that's her in like, Disney World, okay? That's like her peasant dress. <laughs> so, <laughs> Aurora, my favorite Aurora dress is the peasant dress, too. No, hers doesn't look like a peasant dress. I could rock that today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go do that then, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I just... There's something about Belle. Something about Belle. I'm sorry, Belle fans. I'm sorry, Emma Watson. <laughs> Emma Watson, Belle. No. <laughs> Anything else to say about Belle? I mean, she's the first brunette Disney princess. So that's pretty cool. Eh. Yeah. Not many of those. A lot of blondes. Yeah, a lot of blondes. <laughs> Fun fact. There's no true blonde Disney princess. Why? How so? Cinderella is like a strawberry blonde. So she's technically blonde, but she's more of like a redhead than a blonde aurora was given blonde hair via magic from um the fairies because when they give her the gift of beauty in the song it's like shades of gold in her hair okay mm-hmm. um rapunzel was given blonde hair from the, the sun, sun. <laughs> elsa has blonde hair arguably because she has ice powers because she has like almost white blonde hair so it's like common knowledge in the Disney world that if she didn't have power, she'd have brown hair like Aduna. And that concludes our blonde princess. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I still consider Cinderella blonde. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. All right. Moving forward. Jasmine. 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 
cool, cool princess. Yeah. Aladdin's boo. We all much prefer Aladdin, though, to Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is fair, because it's Aladdin's movie. Yeah. And I want to preface this by saying Aladdin's my favorite, so I'm kind of biased. <laughs> but even with that being said, Jasmine doesn't really rank that high for me. No. She's, like, also in my meh category. Yeah. But again, like, I'm going to say that all of my meds are relatively close in proximity. They're not too far off. But I think she's okay. I There's definitely a difference between normal Jasmine and live-action Jasmine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I liked the updates that they gave to the live-action Jasmine, but it's yeah. like, do you, do you mesh them together or do you, you know? Like, I don't think you can. No. Because that's not... The, the uh, Jasmine Aladdin Disney princess yeah. marketed version. Yeah. I mean, she's the first non-Caucasian Disney princess. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Starting to go somewhere, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I think her character, I feel like, sort of like Belle, where they set up that she wants adventure and she wants to be free of the palace and she doesn't want to be a princess. And then she leaves, she goes back to her palace, and then that plot line's done. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Which I find really disappointing. I guess I like princesses that have one. I think, you know what? I don't think that's necessarily her plot line. I think her, that was a part of the movie that supported her character of her being independent and being, and like having her own mind and her own thoughts and having her own, um, showing that she has her own will and her own whatever. Yeah. I don't think she cares that much about leaving the palace. I think she like went out and she was like, I'm not going back out there. But that just aids to it. The next thing she wants to do is now be able to say who she has a hint, who she gets to marry. You know, like, I think it would just like keep going. She just keeps seeing to prove that she's independent. God yeah. forbid. Yeah. I think she's very, um, like, she's outspoken, which I like. Yeah. She speaks her mind. Um, she doesn't hold back. But I think sometimes it's just, like, a little bratty. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Annoying. Yeah, it can be annoying sometimes. But again, she's 15. Yeah, she's 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 a kid. <laughs> she's, yeah, what, second youngest in the lineup? Yeah. Which, you know, again, makes me wonder about her outfit. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty scandalous. It's eh? extremely scandalous, especially when she's like the Jafar slave version. Yeah. <laughs> when you find out she's 15, that whole scene just like... It hits different. It's weird, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really gross. And it's funny that the live action didn't put that in there. I don't think they could have, I was thinking about it. I was like thinking about like how much times have changed. Mm-hmm. That they, like, it's... If they knew that if they put that scene in there... It would be way too risky. Yeah. They kind of pulled, like, um, a Return of the Jedi, kind of like what they did with Princess Leia. Mm -hmm. They kind of, like, did their version of that here. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting seeing Aladdin 2019 versus Aladdin 1992. Yeah. She doesn't sing in the first one, besides... Whole New World. Whole New World. She's in her own song. Cameo. Which is a dope song. Oh, it's an awesome song. Again, up there with top five. Like... Whole New World, that's nothing's ever going to bump that down. Yeah. Her outfits are bomb. They're bomb. Even though they're scandalous, they're still bomb. Yeah. I'd rock those today, too. Yeah. I feel like it set off this whole, like, genie fad, like, when Mm -hmm. the movie came out. Like, there's just, like, this whole, like... (laughs) Yeah. Which is crazy. She has Raja. She's the best sidekick. The coolest thing. And we were talking about this last night. Like, would you have a pet tiger? 
You know, I would love a pet tiger. If my are pet you tiger kidding me? Turned out like Raja, Raja. Tigers are huge. Like, yeah, if my tiger was like my ride or die, my homie, like you don't really fuck with anyone else, but you fuck with, <laughs> with me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really dope. You can like ride your tiger to school, you know, and he could ride his way back home. He could find his way home. Literally, I saw <laughs> I saw like fan art the other day, and it was like all the princesses on their horses. Yeah, and Jasmine was on Raja. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> honestly, though, like that, just like you see that and you're like, badass. Like, yeah, this girl has a tiger. Yeah. And I mean, that hair is her, her hair is iconic. Her hair is thicker than she her is. Her body. Yeah. yeah. It like completely. It's like her body times two. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you keep that up? Yeah. Like even the princess of the Disney parks, like her hair is just as big. It's yeah. great. It's nuts. Yeah. You know, which is interesting. You bring that up because the Disney parks, they actually changed her outfit. Kind of going back to the outfit. What uh, is she wearing? Yeah. Now she, she used to wear like the same thing that like, you know, with like the midriff or whatever, mm-hmm. but now it's all covered up. Like, even the neckline, everything's all covered up. Really? Yeah. Why? I guess they wanted to make it more um, authentic to the region and more, like, appropriate for... I guess. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because it kind of, like... Agrabah is, I guess, it's an amalgamation of... um, It's an amalgamation of, like, Arabian cultures and Southeast Asian cultures. Yeah. Basically, like, more more specifically, like, India. um, Which is kind of a weird mix, you know? Yeah, they, they definitely, like, it's, it's interesting because it's, like, which which one are they representing? Yeah, which one is, like, heavier? I feel like it's more heavier on the Arabian yeah, side. Yeah, that's what I feel as well. Yeah. Yeah. So where does she uh, rank for you? She's a meh. Yeah, she's she's a meh for me, too. Yeah. She's, like, in the, she's in the meh of the meh. <laughs> she's in, like, the she's meh. A, she's meh. <laughs> she, she has, like, some bonus points because she's in Aladdin. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love that she's, like, an exotic, like... Arabian princess and yeah, she flies on the magic carpet. And I used to watch the TV show growing up, so like <laughs> some of that has to do with that. Yeah, I always yeah. loved Aladdin, so it just kind of like you know, she's like the Princess Leia of the <laughs> Aladdin franchise. Yeah. Moving forward, we have Pocahontas. So Pocahontas, the first Disney princess based on a real person. Yeah, it's interesting. And super interesting, especially since it's it's like based it's essentially the story of this real person, although like they totally botched it as something else. You know, like it's not so it's not like it's just inspired by the story. They're trying to tell the story of Pocahontas. You know, yeah. like they didn't even change the name, didn't which they probably should have done. They should have just used that story as inspiration. I mean, I think Pocahontas they definitely should have, like, doing a movie based on, like, Native Americans mm-hmm. is, like, a really cool idea. And there's so much to work with there. I just think that making it about a historical figure and then changing it is just very treacherous yeah. territory to walk on. Yeah. They should have done something completely original. Yeah. Um, and and they is... should have had, they should have also had, like, kind of like what they did with Moana. They had a story trust. Uh, yeah. Pacific Island story trust. They should have had that with... Again, exactly. You know, this is like twenty this was years back prior, then. But. Yeah, I mean, honestly, kudos to Disney out for like actually going into depth and like finding their research on these cultures and how they're going to recreate it into essentially a fantasy yeah. version of these real life places and cultures. With uh, Pocahontas, they probably really should have done that. Yeah. 
you know, like that's especially that being a sensitive topic on its own. Like you don't want to up the facts. You don't want to up um, the details, Yeah. you know? So they really took a risk on it and came out with an okay movie. Yeah. I like the movie. I like elements of the movie. I love the imagery. It's very unique. Yeah. And different. Even her design. Her designs are unique. Yeah. She looks her, She looks previous. more real life like a person. Yeah. You know? She has like much smaller eyes and um, she has much like stronger features. She's a lot more muscular. Exactly. Whereas every other Disney princess has the same look. They have the big eyes. They have the small waist. They have, you know, they all look the same, just essentially differing skin shades. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas I like that at least with Pocahontas, they like made it a point to identify Native American features and, you know, animate that. Yeah. So good for them for that. Yeah. I think like Pocahontas aesthetically is beautiful and her character I really like. Yeah. You know, but in terms of like her character, like personality wise, there's not much <laughs> there in the movie. You know, she... Her her name means like um like mischief like little mischief, and I feel like that's not very much that's a not part of her, her. character. Yeah. yeah, like that was a stretch. You She's know? very serious, and she likes dramatically posing. <laughs> you know. So do you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like I don't know I, I I don't think there's much to her character I think. She, I like that she's one with nature. I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and that she, you know, she goes against her father's wishes to, you know, see the other side. And she wants to learn more about these people that are different than her. She doesn't automatically have a prejudice against them, which yeah. I think is really admirable. But still, I just feel like there's like, there's something missing. She's very bland to me. Yeah. yeah. Like as a kid, I, I can't remember watching Pocahontas. Like I think I did once and I thought it was boring. I just didn't watch it again. Yeah. When I rewatched it um, as a teenager, I had much more of an appreciation for it because I was able to actually pay attention to it. But, like as a kid, like you want to see like big colors, like things moving and like blah, 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 blah. And like Pocahontas was a lot more. I like to think of Pocahontas as like a painting. Yeah. You know, like you look at a painting and you can kind of like see the story in it. Yeah. Um, as opposed to other movies that are a lot, have way more movement, a lot more. A lot brighter, a lot, you know. Yeah. Pocahontas looked like a history book. Yeah, and it, because it's based on, like, history, there's only so much they can do. It's not yeah. like a fantastical world, like the previous princesses. You yeah. Know? It's very, it's, it's like set in reality to a certain extent, because, you know, you have talking trees and, and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, and I think her songs are probably the most memorable part her, about her. Her songs are great. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. Like almost every single song on that soundtrack. Just yeah. Around the River Bend, Colors of the Wind, also Icon, way yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I Never Knew You, which apparently isn't in the freaking movie. No, it's a deleted song. Yeah. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm genuinely upset by that fact because yeah. I was waiting for that song to play when we watched it the other day. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Did I fall asleep for a second? Like, where did it go? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really good song. Yeah. Dresses, she's got one. She has one. Until the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until she wears that, like, Until John Rolfe hooks her up, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
She's a meh. She's she's a meh for me too. Yeah. I think that like yeah, I just don't I don't know, I don't identify that much with Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. I think part of it I just can't shake the fact that she's based off of a real person and the historical <laughs> inaccuracies really bug me. Yeah. But even then, even if she was like a made up character, just her 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 personality just isn't there for me, you know? No. Okay, moving into the greatest of all effing time. Fa Mulan. Fa, <laughs> Fa Mulan. Present. <laughs> the greatest, awesome, awesome, awesome. Like, one of the best movies. Like, oh man, Mulan's just the dopest thing. We went from thing. zero to 100. We were like, yeah, Pokemon is Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Man, honestly, when they were making Mulan in the um, in like the production studios, they were like amped. They were like, "Yo, like we're about to put this fire shit out, yeah. man!" Like we're redeeming ourselves for Pocahontas, you know? <laughs> so ahead of their time with Mulan. Yeah, like, insane. Yeah, insane. It's crazy. Okay, how do we even dive into this right now? <sighs> man, her character is the greatest. So. She's complex in ways that are so lifelike and so relatable. So, you know, her entire thing is that she wants to bring honor to her family. And the way that it's being portrayed in the movie is, you know, you're going to go to the matchmaker. You're going to be the perfect wife. Like, you're going to know your place as a woman. You know, that's how you're going to bring honor to us. And she does absolutely everything Aside from that, that's just not her flow, not her thing. And when it's time for her dad to go into the army to go fight, she's like, nah, 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 nah. He obviously can't go. Like, I'm going to do my thing. You know, she needs to step in for her father. And, you know, she does the absolute inexcusable. And she takes her father's uh, armor, goes off to the army. And, like, if she gets caught, like everything's over already she's brought dishonor to her family already she's put herself in a position to easily get caught and if she does like she's she's gonna get she's gonna get killed you know she's gonna die but she's doing what she can because ultimately like she wants to protect someone that she loves and cares about so much and in the end it's like she ends up protecting and saving an entire country yeah and that is what brought honor to absolutely everyone. It's her defying what she's supposed to do, going completely against, you know, her place, quote unquote. And that's what's created this amazing character that she is, you know? Yeah, she's just... Oh, I I just love her character so much. (laughs) She really... She's so complex and kind of to go off what you're saying, like when, when she's doing what is traditionally expected of her Mm -hmm. she is she wants to please her family so bad and she just wants to bring honor to her family that's her goal so she is going to you know get married and have children and do that if it means bringing honor which is so sad but it's so like you see like how much she just wants to make her family proud yeah um and she ends up doing that in a way that she like never thought she would yeah and i love the fact that she like this is what i was talking about with Belle. is i feel like mulan is what I when I see Mulan's character, I see so much intelligence with her. Like she, when she's in the war and when she's training and everything, she competes with men not with physical strength but with her brain and mm-hmm. with like flexing that muscle. 
Um, like when she um, climbs the post, like with the medallions or whatever. Yeah. Um, or when she, you know, causes the avalanche and stuff like that. Like she, she uses her brain. Yeah. And I really like that about her. Yeah, and I like that when she's a guy, like she's hilarious. Like she's one of those Disney princesses Hang? that, like, you know, you <sighs> like that's funny, that's goofy. Yeah, which it's I funny. Love. It's like genuinely enjoyable for everyone. You yeah. know, like, like she doesn't take herself too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know? The movie is a masterpiece, Yeah, honestly. I love that it's such a serious story, but they perfectly placed in Mushu to, like, keep it still relatively lighthearted. Yeah. You know? Um, they used his character really well. They used the jokes really well. Like, it was just so, like, you could tell it was carefully crafted, and they did a fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because it's, like, for... How for like such an amazing character that she is, and how much that like I know people like her, like her merchandise is sucking. Yeah, I think with the new movie coming out, it's gonna, it's gonna go back up. I yeah. think compared to Pocahontas, she's definitely much more popular. Yeah, for sure. She was kind of like a uh, what's the term, like a cult favorite for a while, but yeah. I think she's getting more into like mainstream popularity now. Yeah. Um, yeah, she deserves all the merchandise. She does. She deserves everything. Honestly, she's so awesome that they had to make a whole rule for her, you know? Seriously, she, <sighs> she like, punched her way into the franchise. Basically. Yeah. Her music is amazing. Ah, uh, the greatest. Leah Salonga is... Oh, uh, <laughs> she's her voice. She was Jasmine's voice, too. But, like, she's... Uh, yeah. Reflection. Reflection, 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 like... Up there, also a top song. Yeah. Great. Bring honor to us all. Oh yeah, it's a good one. That was I'll a make good a man one. out of you. Yeah. And true then to the your last heart. One. True to, like, ah, uh, all fantastic songs. And it's like, there are only four songs within the movie, like not including True to Your Heart. And it's like, even though it's a music, it's like so nicely placed. You know, they're so good. Yeah. There's not like an overbearing amount of music, and it's like not. It's like a musical, but not, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like the musical isn't the primary aspect of it. It's just meant to add a little bit of flair to it. Yeah. And it did it so fantastically. Also, the best um, scene, what is it, mood shift in Disney cinema history when they're singing... A Girl with Fighting For. A Girl with Fighting For. Yeah. And there's like the last sentence of the song or the last line of the song and you just see a battlefield and just like everything just stops and it goes eerie and you're like everyone is so happy and they're singing and then it just stops yeah you know and like as a kid that that shooks you you know that like makes your like skin crawl like your hair stand up you're like whoa like that was fantastic it shows the seriousness the seriousness of war, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty ballsy for Disney. Oh, Disney had some balls back then, man. Yeah. 90s Disney? Yeah. They weren't playing. No, they were <laughs> not. Oh, yeah. She has the iconic scene the when she decides to go to war. Um, yeah. That's... That was a great scene. That's an amazing scene. Yeah. It's the like, score on that was great. Yeah. Yeah. When she cuts her hair and it's mm-hmm. so dramatic. She sees herself in the sword. Yeah. And like... It's so good. Oh, gosh. Wow. And 
I mean, she, even though she's, like, a guy for a majority of the movie, she got some pretty good outfits, you know? She got some good fits. Oh, yeah. The one that she wears at the end when she's, like, saving China. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they finally started marketing her with that. And I'm they did. so happy. Yeah. Because I didn't, didn't realize that they normally would had done her matchmaker dress. Yeah. Which I kind of prefer, actually. I mean, it's more princessy for yeah. sure. But I think as the idea of a princess... Evolved. I think it exactly yeah. it more so represents her and her character yeah. and her growth and you know I feel like the franchised versions of the princesses are who they are at the end of their movie yeah more so so I think it's grown because I think when the franchise was first created like even the way Pocahontas and Mulan were represented was very mm-hmm. cookie cutter princess. Yeah. Um, and now you see them a little bit more like with the likes of like Moana and Elsa and Rapunzel and stuff. You kind of see them a little bit more authentic, I guess. Yeah. Is term I want to say. I think just Mulan, if I were to compare it to the previous Pocahontas, it just has, it's a serious movie like Pocahontas, but it has more of like a fun around it mm-hmm. and a charm to it. She's definitely up there for sure. She's, she's a yeah. Yeah, she's a yeah for me. She's too. a yes queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. All Moving right. into the new millennium. The new millennium when, you know, Disney just stopped making princesses and suddenly wanted to create a new one. Yeah. So they created Tiana. Tiana. Tia. Tia. <laughs> so, so Tiana is just one of those princesses that like makes me sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Not because of her character, but because of the potential that she could have had or the potential that she has to be like so much greater. You know, she is, you know, it's interesting to see her being like such a hardworking character. She's definitely like the first of her kind. She's not like, you know, curious and inquisitive and wants to like learn this and like explore that. Like she's like a girl who's hustling. She's about her money. She has a goal and she needs to get to it, which is a role model that we need out here. Because honestly, I need that. I I need, you know, someone to be helping me with my finances and my goal setting. You know, Ariel's not really doing that. So it's... (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting to Ariel's finally an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's interesting to finally have someone who is more so realistic. She's also like essentially our time period. Yeah, she's because, the closest. Yeah, she's the closest one to our time period. So it's really easy to attach to her. She's a hardcore Capricorn. Oh, she's such a Capricorn. Yeah. She's a straight Cap Capricorn. Capricorn. She's cool, like she has super cool songs, like you know, the whole concept, the shadow men, Naveen, everything is dope. But then it's like, you get introduced to all these really cool elements. And then like 10 minutes in, she becomes a frog. Yeah. And then it almost becomes an entirely different movie that you just didn't sign up for. You know? It feels like two movies were meshed together. Yeah. And I love... When, like, I love the first, like, the first act, I guess. Yeah. Um, When she's, you know, I love being in New Orleans and I love, like, it's a new, it's a different setting that, like, you wouldn't think of, first of all, for a fairy tale. And I love that she, like you were saying, like, she's not like, oh, I want this or I'm wishing for this. She's like, I'm going to get this restaurant. Like, I'm almost there. Like, her song isn't so much an I want song as it is, like, a am about to achieve song. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
I don't know. It's really cool, and I love that she like wants to run a business. Yeah, and she loves cooking, and I like that her thing is that she always says. You know, you can't just wish on stars. Yeah. And that's Disney's thing. Like, yeah. it's like Disney going against Disney, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. You know, and it, that really shows how things have changed. Like, throwing it back to Pinocchio days, you know, and yeah. Tiana's challenging Pinocchio. <laughs> Tiana <laughs> and versus <Geppetto>. Pinocchio. Choose <laughs> <laughs> your fighter. Yeah. Yo, Tiana would whoop ass. Oh, literally. With her gumbo pot or whatever. <laughs> with her gumbo pot? Yeah. Man, yeah, she's dope. She makes she can make gumbo. She can make beignets. Like her, those beignets are popular as hell apparently because everyone yeah. wants a piece of them. Yeah, and then she becomes a frog, and you we don't care about what happens. Like, yeah. you know, the stakes are relatively low until we get to Mama Odie. Yeah, because it's like yeah, she needs to become a human again. Cool, we know you're gonna become human again because. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. You'll be human again. I don't like that song either. (laughs) That's why it was cut. (laughs) You know, it's not... I can't can't like it. There's just a lot of wasted potential. Because the aesthetic and the music, like the first three songs are so good. Mm -hmm. Down in New Orleans, the finale is like one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, The friends that she makes in the bayou are freaking weird. Yeah, not a fan. Like, um, she meets Ray the Firefly. Yeah. And Lewis. Lewis. Lewis the alligator. And alligator Mama or Odie. crocodile? Alligator. Alligator. Um, and Mama Odie. And they're all fing weird. Like none of them are likable or marketable, you know? Like, first of all, Ray is ugly as shit. Like they could have made him like a cute firefly like how do you make a firefly ugly yeah you know and he like i get it he's supposed to be like in the bayou he's cajun (laughs) also why does mama odie look like sugar mama (laughs) (laughs) like right they took the character design from broadband they literally did (laughs) i love her pet snake juju though Jam yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he puts yeah. the Tabasco sauce in. I love that. Do you know that juju is? Um, it means like magic or like witchcraft or like wizardry or like whatever. Oh really? Yeah. Well, the other thing is they actually did put a lot of like, I don't know how to say it because I'm not that very familiar with like New Orleans and Louisiana, but yeah. I guess like Louisiana mythology, for lack of a better word. Okay. But um, with the fireflies and Evangeline, that's actually something that. Like, that's, like, said down there that that's, like, what the stars are, apparently. Yeah. Um, And then also with, like, the voodoo and everything like that. Which, like, I used to not like the voodoo, but I kind of do like it. Like, I think it's kind of... It's cool. It's, like, a different... Because that is New Orleans. Yeah. You know, like, they're known that, like, all this crazy shit can happen there. And I just feel like... I like how they implemented it into the movie, but I think it could have been bigger. Yeah. Better. They Like, the Shadow Man could have been doing some crazy shit, you know? Like, it's interesting because it's like we've been getting different villains from these movies that are more so complex and, like, they they aren't just, you know, big, like, fairy people or mystical, magical people that just want to, like, get power. We're starting to, like, move into villains that actually have more of, like, a complicated past or, like... Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, things that are 
just a lot more complex in like their decisions and their motives and that sort of thing. But then we get to the Shadow Man, and he goes right back to basics. Like he just wants to be powerful. Yeah, I and, never like, really get, understood I, his motive. I really no, no one f-ing understands. I really wish that we got more of a glimpse into his past and what he wants, because clearly, like, there's a potential for a sequel there. Or for a spinoff about the Shadow Man. Because I feel like he has so much. Like, I don't know what these what these friends on the other side are. You know, like, I want to know more about that life. That would be so fascinating. Yeah. If we got to dive more into that world. And the plot just gets very muddled. Like, with Lawrence and him like facading that, that- as Naveen. <laughs> and, like, it's just so complicated. Yeah, there's just, like, too much happening. Like, it was an underwhelming hot mess. Yeah. You know? I think, though, like, if I'm just judging this on Tiana, like, there's a lot to like about her. Yeah. And I think her songs are really good. And anytime Anika Noni Rose sings, I'm like... Yes, let's I go. just thank my lucky stars that you got the role and not Beyonce. <laughs> because, like, I'm sorry. Like, Nala. <laughs> lions attack. Lions attack. <laughs> Frogs attack. Frogs attack. Are you with me, frogs? <laughs> it never doesn't get funny. Like, who told Beyonce to say all this random shit in The Lion King? Like, yeah. no one... Oh, I guess it was probably in her script. But Imagine script. she ad-libbed that. <laughs> yeah, they, are you with me, lions? They were, like, improv a little bit, and she was like... Are you with me, lions? Are you, are you with me, lions? <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, her voice... Is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has the most dresses out of any Disney princess, which is so ironic because she's a frog for most of the movie. Yeah. But that blue ball she gown goes, is... Oh, the blue ball gown is my favorite. Yeah. Like, absolutely beautiful. And then her frog dress, her, like, lily pad dress. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And that really encapsulates, like, the princess she's supposed to be. Yeah. Another thing about her is that she's actually the only princess who was built for the franchise yeah 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 and everyone else is kind of like either made their way in there or you know got lucky aurora <laughs> looking at you um but you know essentially like disney's idea was to add an african-american princess and they created the role of tiana by using the frog prince fairy tale yeah and they created this and it's like you know, I feel like when it's forced, it's just not the same. It wasn't organic. Impact, it's know? not exactly. an organic creation, like like tangled or, or you know what, like yeah, yeah. It was very, very. It's very. How do I say it? Commercial. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then like the thing about Tiana is that she starts off the new age modern princesses. Yeah, and. Because she came out in 2009, right? But, like, she's such a renaissance princess. Like, she she fits in so well with, like, Ariel and Belle and Jasmine and Pocahontas. Like, that's just more so the formula they used on her. But then once we get to Rapunzel forward, they're all completely different. Yeah. And it's not even just to do with, like, their animation. It's, like, their characters. You know, they take on a new role that Tiana just doesn't really fit in with. And it's weird because... Rapunzel comes out like a year later. Yeah. Well, I think with Princess and the Frog, they were trying to recreate the Renaissance, whereas Tangled, they were like, no, let's try to do something new. Yeah. Let's try to add something new to the formula. Yeah. That's kind of where it succeeded. 
Like, I don't know. I don't really think Tiana was that popular. I mean, she's popular enough. Yeah. Um, but nowhere near the ones that came after her, for sure. No. And finally, we have to talk about the tragedy of Tiana's hair. <laughs> There's a, some amazing concept art of this, like, it can rough race the internet. Her, mm-hmm. like, curly, loose hair. Beautiful curls, you know, like... Yeah. That sort of thing. And, like, in, you know, otherwise, it's just, like, thrown up in a bun, in a bun the, whole time. the whole time. And I'm like, no. You know? Or, like, I've seen concept art of her, like, even if with it being in a ponytail, but, like, the curls are still so voluminous. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's, like, you I got a black princess. That. Like, use that to your advantage. You yeah. can finally give a princess curly hair. Like, do it. Yeah. You I know? I would love that. Like, she, she's, uh, she's beautiful. She's pretty. Yeah. I just... The hair would have been so nice. That's what I'm saying. It's like Tiana's such she's like she's exactly there. She has so much potential. There's so much to her that they could have done to make her so much greater. And they just either they dropped the ball. Yeah, they they got lazy, like didn't care as much. Like, you know, like and we know that Disney is capable of making amazing content. And it's like, why would you not put in that effort for a princess that you're creating? Yeah. To be a part of this huge franchise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Rude. So, yeah. Where does she lie on your scale? Um, She's a meh for me. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. She's not a, a knob, but she's... She's, she's not a knob. I still like her. It's just because of all her lost potential, she has to be more towards the middle of my list. I think her uniqueness, like, in terms of, like, her having a job and wanting to be, like, a businesswoman and mm-hmm. all that stuff kind of puts her higher yeah if she was just like the same character but in you know it was useless yeah (laughs) yeah moving on to rapunzel 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 tangled yeah yeah (laughs) yeah punzy punzy rapunzel was a huge breakout i don't think disney was anticipating how oh definitely not because like the marketing sucked. The marketing was trash. Yeah. I, w- I think I just, like, I went to the movies and I saw it with my little sister. And I, we just went to see it because we heard that was the Disney movie that was out. I had no idea, like, what the movie, I didn't know, I didn't realize it was Rapunzel until I got there. Yeah. You know, like, it was Tangled and I'm like, oh yeah, there's like the hair and the tower. But I was like, wait, shit, this is Rapunzel, you know? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, having the classic taylor rapunzel already in your head and how disney portrayed it was fantastic yeah super super good it's like they did a really good job at staying close to the original story but then disneyfying it to almost overshadow the original story as like this is the new story now yeah you know? it's like the definitive version for yeah sure. yeah they did a great job she is just such a great character she's so like she's very Fully rounded, I mm-hmm. think. She has so many different facets of her personality. Yeah. She's, like, curious, and she's naive, and she's sweet, but she, like... Yeah, she's brave, she's and she's brave. smart. Like, she, like, knocks. She ties up Flynn Rider. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, yeah. you know, and she questions him, and she's like, you know, like, you're coming into my tower. Who do you think you are? Yeah. You know? And Rapunzel. I... Yeah, there's so much to love about her. She's the first princess with powers. Yeah. She's magic hair. Which is super hair. iconic. Yeah. Yeah. And that hair is just amazing. Like, I, I'm not surprised she was so popular because yeah. hair is, like, one of the, the biggest alone. things about a princess. And she has 70 feet of it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah, she has, like, the powers essentially to not heal but reverse time. Yeah. So that's what the healing incantation is. You know, she says, power gleam and glow, let the power shine, let the clock reverse, bring back what once was mine. So, you know, she reverses time to make Mother Gothel young again. She reverses time to not bring Flynn Rider back to life, but bring him back to a time when he was alive, you know? So that's like powers that make sense, you know? Like it doesn't just defy the laws of humanity. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So this is just a slight editing insert. So we ended up losing a lot of our audio for the rest of Rapunzel, unfortunately. But just kind of to sum things up, um, on my scale, I had Rapunzel as a yeah and so did Brayden. Um, We'll do another episode where we talk about her a bit more, but sorry about that, guys. Okay. (laughs) Merida. Merida. (laughs) The princess with the accent. (laughs) Like the only one. (laughs) I... She's a nah for me, guys. What's the concept of Merida? Why did they, like... I think... Did they make her because they wanted a Scottish princess? No. like It's about a bear and a crazy witch. There's a lot of story problems. I know Brenda Chapman, who was originally the director of it, she like wrote the movie kind of based on her relationship with her daughter, I believe. Um, and she... I guess she has Scottish heritage, so that's why she wanted to do Scotland, and it was somewhere okay. that hadn't been seen before. And then she, for some reason, she got kicked off of it and it got taken over by Mark Andrews. Oh, so, yeah. So she, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know the exact history and I feel like it would be interesting to get into that if we ever do a Brave episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're like, as if. <laughs> but yeah, like for me, I didn't love Brave. I think aesthetically it's beautiful and I love the yeah. Scottish environment. I love the mist. I love how like dark it is compared yeah. to any other Disney princess movie. It's very like dark age Disney. Yeah. But it's like Princess and the Frog for me. The minute she turns into a bear, I I lose interest. And it's not that I have yeah. anything about transformation movies because I love Emperor's New Groove. That's all I can think of right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is a good one. That's that's a transformation movie. But I think that as soon as she transforms into a bear, it's like, I don't know, like they could have done something bigger. And mm-hmm. originally in the trailers, they were so misleading. I thought it was going to be something about the forest and nature. I didn't even know there was a bear. And apparently, apparently there was a bear in the trailer, but I think I only saw the teaser trailer and I don't think it's in the teaser trailer. Well, there's the like more do's in the teaser trailer, but like the plot line. The no, there might, there might be a bear or something, yeah. but like it wasn't, the trailers didn't say anything at all about what the plot was going to be so i went into it very blindly didn't even know she was gonna be a disney princess i no, just thought I didn't think it's she a was pixar either. movie like i why did they just decide to start letting pixar into like because it's <laughs> into the pixar disney movie, princess lineup yeah like because it's a pixar movie it doesn't like it's not it doesn't have the same tropes that disney princesses have she doesn't sing. She doesn't have like really any sidekick. She's Angus, the horse. And then yeah. I guess they market her with her brothers, which is kind of weird. <laughs> like, I know she has a castle and stuff. Um, I find as a character, I just don't like her. I feel like she's bratty. I feel like oh, she's... Oh, take my own hand in marriage. Like, she has <laughs> some good qualities. And I'm I, like, you know, I know there are some people that really like her. That was very Jasmine-y. Really what? 
the her wanting to take her own hand in marriage, her not yeah. wanting to be married off. That like that's, that's an element they plot, stole though, is that from she Aladdin. She doesn't want to be married so off, so she turns her mom into a bear because she's <laughs> yeah. a little pissy. She gives her mom a cake that she doesn't know what it's gonna do to her. <laughs> like it could very well kill her. And then when her mom's like getting sick, she's like, "What do you think about the marriage now, mom?" <laughs> Excuse my horrible <laughs> accent, but it's like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, I just oh I love her design. With the red hair, mm-hmm. like the crazy curly red hair. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Her dress doesn't stand out to me. No. Um, I think it's, it's a boring. traditional dress. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but that's probably why it's not as flashy as the other princesses. And for that, I will give it a pass. Yeah, Although, but I mean, like, on and Elsa were, like, Norwegian costuming. Moana wears, like, Polynesian costuming. See, they still look good. Yeah, be, well, first of all, Polynesian just clothing general just looks dope so you know anna and elsa are based off of norway but they're allowed to switch stuff up because they're arendelle they're just a norway-based country yeah um merida's from scotland yeah like she's not i mean for some reason they have magic in scotland now but (laughs) (laughs) she um i don't know they probably just wanted to keep it more to the roots yeah I guess. Yeah. She fits more with Pixar than Disney. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I feel like she, like, my, like, the OCD in me doesn't want her to be a Disney princess. Yeah. You know, but I I guess some kids really like her and they really gravitate towards her and she's been popular enough. So, yeah, but she's definitely a naw for me. She's... Yeah, she's a naw for me, too. Um, yeah. I don't really know if I have anything else to add about her. Do you? No. (laughs) I don't like her music. No. I think she really has one song. And she doesn't sing it. It's she not doesn't really. even sing it. Yeah. Like, I guess it's not supposed to be a musical. No, it's not. But you think Disney princess, you think musical. Yeah. So that itself kind of... It's and a if, change. If you're not going to have her sing, you have to have something else that stands out. It's like, yeah. when you take, you know, like when you take out a villain, you have to have something else. Blah, 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 blah. You have to yeah. have something that, that kind of fills that void. And I don't yeah. think there's anything that really does for her. No. She's like iconic. Like people know her, but whenever you see her in like, you know, if there's a parody or something like that, she's always like, Made like on Robot of. Chicken. Yeah. And Robot <laughs> Chicken, she's like, ah, and like, she's like, <laughs> you know, she's like, like the butt of the joke. She's like slamming like meat on the yeah. table and stuff, you know? Yeah. She's the butt of the joke. So... Yeah, she's a nah for me. Yeah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Anna and Elsa. Uh, so I just wanted to do a little uh, insert here that going forward, there's going to be a few spoilers for Frozen 2. Um, so you might want to skip ahead or pause it, watch Frozen 2, come back. And yeah, hope you guys like the discussion. Yeah. So I think it's good to talk about them together. Yeah. Because they work very, they work in tandem. Yeah. Like Elsa said, there's two sides to a bridge. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mother had two daughters. Mother had two daughters. <laughs> <laughs> two daughters. <laughs> so, I mean, on and Elsa, y'all know who they are. You know who they are. Whether you've seen Frozen or not, you know who they are. Yeah. First of all, the first time there's two princesses. I know Elsa's a queen. Yeah. But two, quote unquote, princesses in mm-hmm. one Disney movie. Yeah. That's true. It's interesting that they have, you know, both these sisters be the main characters mm-hmm. that are so different from each other, you yeah. know, cause originally, um, with Elsa, who was supposed to be a, a villain. Yeah. Now turned into a princess. Like that itself is fascinating. Elsa's 
an awesome character. Mm-hmm. Um, she has power. So she's what the second second princess who has powers. Yeah. And the only princess who's really been introduced that has powers is Rapunzel. And all Rapunzel can really do is heal things or I guess reverse time. Yeah. But Elsa has like real powers, like airbender shit. Like yeah. she can like like She's a superhero. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, yeah. she can do so much. She can control her powers. Um, so she's just already so much grander with what she can do. She built herself a whole ice palette, a whole ice dress, like... Twice. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Or like three times, time. if three. you count Frozen Fever. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps, like, popping out these fits that are dope. Yeah. Anna is really cool because... Well, overall, I like Anna's character. I think Anna's fun, bubbly... You know, she has a character arc as well that mm-hmm. she has to go through. The thing about Anna, though, is that she is copy-paste Rapunzel. Yeah. And while she does have her own elements, her overall character reminds me of Rapunzel. Yeah. The naivety, the curiosity, um, the little bit of spunk that she has. Like, it's like they just took Rapunzel and, you know... To me, Anna doesn't really stand out with her own identity. I feel like Anna with Elsa, but I feel like even though Elsa in the first Frozen doesn't really have much screen time compared mm-hmm. to Anna, Elsa stands out. And not just because of the song, it's just like, to me, I gravitate more towards Elsa and like kind of her character arc and what she's going through, you know, feeling different and, and like feeling ashamed of who she is and kind of coming to terms with who she is and accepting herself. Whereas Anna, I understand, like, I really like her too. And there are parts of her I relate to. And I like her theme about never giving up on people. And even the second one, I really love that she kind of learns to be more independent because she's very dependent on Elsa. And I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. And she grows as a leader and as a person. Um, and I like that she becomes queen of Arendelle, which is really cool. Um, but for me, it's like Elsa just really resonates with me. I think that her character, I'm kind of judging this on Frozen 2. Yeah. Because I think I've said this to you before. Well, we said this in, in, in a po- previous podcast, but Frozen 2, I feel like it's Elsa's like princess movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's Elsa's movie. And I love her character. I love her curiosity. And she she kind of goes further than she should. And she kind of... She's so curious and she wants to know these answers and she just goes for it. She's not hesitant or it's Anna kind of tries to pull her back. I feel like Anna's kind of a stick in the mud in the second one, you know? She is, but I think Anna just has so much PTSD. Yeah. That you see where she's she's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Like she she just wants to protect things. She's already lost so much. And now that she's finally got a little bit of something that she can call her own, she's not trying to get rid of that at all. So. Yeah, she's holding on to it. Yeah. I think, like, through both movies, it's a really fluid arc, which I really like with mm-hmm. both of them. And, like, I know a lot of people... Frozen's kind of been um, divisive. Frozen 2, I mean, has been divisive among people. But for me, I feel like it's so necessary for these characters. Yeah. And I love Elsa, like, kind of learning what her powers are for. Yeah. And, like learning that she, you know, she's trying to look for these people that are like her or trying to find someone to give her answers, but it's her all mm-hmm. along. Um, and she finds a place where she really belongs and she can be herself in the Northaldra and like Honeymoon and Ryder and they all like, you know, accept her and they embrace her and she kind of has these friends that are in tune with nature and magic. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I really, really like that. I mean, her dresses are amazing. Oh yeah. I love her when she's in her, like when she's racing against the ocean or she's like racing on the ocean. Yeah. Just her ponytail. <laughs> she looks like a ballerina. Yeah. Um, Elsa's a badass. They're both badasses. Yeah. Anna has a pretty badass moment in, in both of them. Yeah. Um, they both turn into ice statues. <laughs> oh, sister, sister, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elsa with their hair down. Love it. Yeah. Um, I like Elsa's songs more than like Anna's songs. I'm not trying to use this as a comparison between both yeah. of them. But I mean, Show Yourself is amazing. Show Yourself, Let It Go, Into the Unknown. Like hard to compete with those ones. Those yeah. are all like the big ballads. Yeah. But uh, I really, The Next Right Thing is really, like First Time in Forever, obviously. And The Next Right Thing has really grown on me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a really good message, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else to... To say, I just love yeah. Elsa's character. I love her. I think I've already gone over everything that I yeah. like about Elsa. Like, I just, she really resonates with me, and especially after Frozen 2. Like, I love her even more than, yeah. than I did before. As you know, I don't like Elsa that much. I like her role in the movie. I like what she does. I like what she can do. I like how she's changed. I like how different elements have interacted with her. I like the overall basis of what she adds to the story and what her purpose is in the story. Yeah. But her as a person, eh, don't really think I like Elsa that much. In the first movie, she's boring. She's a stick in the mud. Obviously, it's because, you know, she's going through some internal conflict, blah, blah, blah. But still, you can even kind of tell, like, as a kid, well, I guess, again, she's been going through, she's a magical being and she's scared of herself. But just still, like, I don't think I'd be friends with Elsa, you know? Mm-hmm. She's not that likable. I think she's a Scorpio. I mean, she I like you. She's such a Scorpio. I like you, but you're a nice Scorpio. I don't think Elsa would be a nice Scorpio. I think Elsa's a nice Scorpio. I think she opens up to be a nice Scorpio. But the, again, so I just feel like in the first movie, they spent so much time, so much plot, so much um, development trying to make a character for Elsa and then at the end, that character breaks because she's now free from his powers. But I'm just so used to seeing a certain Elsa that now seeing entire movie of this new Elsa, it's kind of hard to buy just because... It's like a new character. It's a new I character. That. That's why. Like, Anna's character stays the same. But Elsa's character has changed drastically. And, you know, even though you can see the scene or you can see the character change between the shorts, between the merchandising, between whatever. You just spent so much time building up Elsa as one thing or as this overall thing. And just seeing her as something else is really weird mm-hmm. to me. What I can say though was where I have on and Elsa on my list, I'm kind of back and forth because i don't know if i would put either i don't know which one i want above the other one are they like together they're like well i right now i kind of have on a bit uh, higher than elsa but the thing is i like anna as a person her character is kind of boring um her purpose is not boring or her purpose is boring what elsa does elsa's role that's super cool do i like elsa not really so they're kind of foiling with me right now. Yeah. So I still have to think on that a little bit, but, you know. Elsa's definitely a yeah for me, and uh, Anna's a meh for me. Yeah, they're both mehs for me. Okay. But they're on the higher end of the meh. Like, I wouldn't put them as a meh with 
you know, Pocahontas, Tiana, Jasmine, Belle. Yeah. They've got a couple steps up. Yeah. 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 Anything else to add? Bruni's cute. Love Bruni. Sven's cute. Yeah, I love that Elsa gets, like, her own little sidekicks in the end. Yeah. Could go without Olaf in the second movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Olaf was great in the first movie. Mm -hmm. I think they were trying to use Olaf the way they use Mushu and Mulan for the second movie. As comedic relief to, like, kind of keep the seriousness and depressingness of the movie at... Yeah, because it's very dark. Yeah, it's a really dark movie. And Olaf, obviously, all the times that you laugh is because of Olaf. But, you know, they're just probably two-thirds of Olaf's lines didn't need to be there and it would have had the same effect. Yeah. It was just, he was just a little overkill for me. Yeah. He had some star comedic moments, but didn't need more than that, you know? Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. So okay. we've finally reached our last princess. Uh, Moana! Moana! Make, make way! Make way! <laughs> love Moana. The greatest! Oh, love Moana. I think Moana's a lot of people's, like, favorites. Yeah, Moana, I feel like she's so popular. People yeah. love Moana. Yeah, Moana's great. Moana's beautiful. She's brave. She, you know, has, from the very beginning, you can tell what her motives are as a child. Like, there's just something about the water that just calls her. It's part of her. And she just needs to keep running back to the water. If there's a reason. She knows that there's a greater purpose for her out there. Yeah. And she doesn't stop until she gets to that point. And then she, you know, solves the biggest cup of... She saves the entire world. Like, literally, the entire world. Yeah. Which is pretty epic. Yeah. The stakes are high. They're very high. For that movie. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Her songs are amazing. I yeah. Mean, How Far I'll Go, I Am Awana. Shiny. Um, shiny. I love Shiny. I'm <laughs> You're welcome. Know Who You Are. Know Who You Are. Everything. Yeah. And I love her... Um, like when she's a when she's a baby and she's walking into the water and uh, that song plays. Yeah. I think it's an innocent warrior is what it's called. Yeah. And then that kind of echoes like that's the song of the ocean sort of like it, yeah. that happens when she goes out again like to face to Ka. Love that scene I love by it. the way. It's so beautiful. She's such a cute baby, baby Moana for the win. She's cutest iconic. baby. She's so iconic. That scene where where the water parts is like. It's Moana. Like, yeah. you see that and you're like, Moana. Yeah. Anytime I see, like, the Ripley's Aquarium that's in Toronto, I see pictures of that. I'm like, that's Moana. Moana. <laughs> I love... She, like... She, like, she doesn't have powers, but she kind of does. Like, they kind of tried to make it seem... Yeah. She has, like, ocean powers. Like, she's friends with the ocean. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of like a waterbender. I can see them totally making her a waterbender. In yeah. The se- like, if they make a sequel, which... I feel like they will. And I, I hope, hope they do. They do yeah. Cause I want them to make her a goddess. And I think that's what's something that they would do. I can see that yeah. after seeing frozen two and kind of the way that went, I can yeah. see Moana getting a sequel Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I love, I just love everything about Moana. I love her outfits. Mm-hmm. I love her flower crowns. I love, I love her ambition. I love her ambition. I love her design. Her de- yeah. We finally she have, looks like a person. Yeah. We finally have like a person yeah. <laughs> as a Disney princess. Yeah. Which is really cool. She, she like Elsa, she going on to become a queen of sorts. She becomes the chief mm-hmm. at the end, which I think is really cool that Disney's doing that now. Yeah. Um, and then with later with Anna and Frozen 2, um, you know, they're, they're becoming queens. They're not just princesses. They're like taking charge. And yeah. I really resonated with Moana too, because when I saw Moana, I was studying animation and I wasn't um, as into it as I thought I would be. And I was kind of feeling myself drawn more to music. Yeah. Um, 
And I feel like Moana is a really good, like, she does, it's not that she hates her island and wants to leave. She loves it. Yeah. And she's really good at ruling and she loves, or not ruling, but she's good at leading and she loves leading and helping her community. But she has this draw to the ocean that she wants to, she needs to listen to. Yeah. And in the end, she finds a way to, like, marry the two of those together. Yeah. Which I think is really cool that you can, you know, you don't have to choose one or the other. You can do both. And I also like the idea that, like, the conflict comes from Maui. And he yeah. kind of, like, redeems himself. I really like that. There's not, like, a big bad villain. It's kind of like a movie about nature. Yeah. And, and the balance of man and nature. I love that. And yeah. her sidekicks are the amazing. Pua is so Pua's cute. adorable. Hey, hey is, like, the perfect amount of comedic relief. Oh, yeah. I like, love he's Hei-Hei. great. You, you can't get enough of Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. They use him perfectly. They and use him so well. Yeah. And, like, I was sad at first that Pua wasn't on the boat. But I feel yeah. like it works in yeah. the context of the story. Like, um, I don't think Pua's needed to be on the boat. No. Just like how Pascal Ridley isn't everywhere yeah. in Rapunzel. Yeah. You know, so. And she's the ocean and a demigod. Yeah. Like. She's good. Bro. Like, <laughs> and you could argue at the end, Tafiti could be like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Literally. Um, it's really cool. I have a bunch of Moana merchandise. Yeah. Moana is what bonded us. It is. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah. We met when Moana came out and that's like. Like, second time I met you, yo, Moana playlist going right now in my ears. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you, like, came up to me and, like, put your headphone in my ear. Yeah, like, like listen. And then yeah. you just, like, Moana. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I, Moana still gives me chills. Yeah. Like, that part is so powerful. I love, love her grandmother. Yeah. I love her integration with um, Manta Rays. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. That whole scene, beautiful. I love, I really like after... Her grandmother dies. Well, I didn't like that her grandmother died. But after that happens and she's going to sail to the ocean mm-hmm. um, and she's like needing like a little bit of a boost and then she sees the manta ray. Like she like the energy like bursts. The energy bursts and she yeah. sees the the spirit of the manta ray and she knows that's her grandma and she's like, I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. oh, so good. It's really cool too because like it's a Disney death and it's like sad, but it's not like with the way like the culture is like she like mm-hmm. it's not like mourning yeah it's like it's like happy it's like yeah she's moved there's on rebirth plane. you yeah. know through the death yeah and she comes at the end as like a fully formed manta ray yeah i'm like oh my god it just makes me cry yeah chills yeah chills <laughs> like, yeah i just there's so much i love about mona her character mm-hmm. is so well-rounded and she's like one of the first disney princesses i feel like that actually acts her age yeah like you look at her and you know she's a 16 year old yeah but she fits so well with all the other princesses yeah and she's like a kid and she's quirky and funny and silly and goofy and serious and she's like everything she has so much to her character yeah her hair is freaking amazing Ugh. i love her hair her is beautiful it's got this like wavy curly like yeah i love it it's so perfect and i love the scene where she's walking towards Taka. That is like one of the best scenes. One of the greatest. That's one of Disney's greatest works of art. Yeah. Like just the whole, like you can't watch it and not like be so engulfed in it. You get like, Like she's walking towards this huge creature demon thing that could like, like, she's probably expecting it's going to kill her. Yeah. Like, and even I feel like Taka knows for her for herself because she's coming at Moana so fiercely but as soon as she gets to Moana she stops yeah and she lets Moana touch her yeah 
And then she becomes to like it's oh my she, gosh. I like the whole throughout the whole movie. You think you have they, they're gonna have to like attack or like like battle, like battle the monster, the, mo- manster, the <laughs> monster, but it's um it's like her compassion and that it, it links so well to the beginning of the movie because the reason she's rewarded with the heart of defeaty is because she saved the turtle and instead of like yeah. grabbing the shell, she like helps the turtle. Yeah, it just oh, it's so good. It's so. Ugh. And I even saw it on, um, like, on a Disney Plus post, I think, from New Year's Eve or something. Because they mm-hmm. were doing a lot of, like, of, like, the 2010s decade or whatever. And it was um, showing, like, the past decade and all of their, like, favorite shots of it or whatever. Like, yeah. scenes. And, like, there's only seven photos. And the one of Taka, like, Moana walking to Taka made it in there. And I was like, yes. Yes. Oh, such a good moment. Yeah. It really is. I definitely, like, I will use this part of the podcast to put it into the universe that I really want a Moana sequel, a theatrical Moana sequel. Mm-hmm. So bad. Yeah. Like, we need Lin-Manuel to make more Moana songs. And I think Moana is something that could provide a good sequel. Yeah. Whereas with Frozen, you're kind of confused because that almost seemed wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't need a sequel, per se. It's awesome that it answered all these questions, but nobody was asking these questions. Well, you know? for me, I felt like Frozen's sequel was, like, it came from, like, a good... Uh, it came from, like, an organic place with, like, there's more to Elsa's story. Yeah. Because I feel like after I saw Frozen, me personally, I had more questions. I wanted to see more. Yeah. Where something like Wreck-It Ralph, I was, like, done with. Yeah. Or even Tangled, like, I was, you know, I feel like yeah. everything was wrapped up. Moana, Frozen, um, and even in my mind, Big Hero 6, I feel like they could do more with. Yeah. Um, like, I think with Moana, though, like, because in Frozen there's more to Elsa's story that kind of seeped way to go into a sequel. I think if there wasn't, they, that could have capped. Yeah. But with Moana, like it is capped pretty nicely, but there's still so much more that you would want to see. Yeah. It wouldn't even have to really tie in that much with the original movie. Like, of course, there'd be elements that transfer over, but it could have an entirely new plot. Yeah. You know, with, you know, new stakes and new everything. One thing with Frozen 2 is that the stakes aren't that high. It's... Elsa finds out what happens to her family, yeah, but or she goes back to Arendelle's her life. destroyed. Like, how are they going to get food? Yeah, because she woke up the spirits. Yeah. So it's her fault. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Yeah. I think, like, in Moana, like, one of my questions is, because she's the chosen one, right? The ocean chose her. Yeah. But the ocean chose her a thousand years after the events happened. So I'm like, are there other chosen ones? Like... Were mm-hmm. other people chosen by the ocean? Why her? Like, I don't know. There's that so would be a do. cool thing to go into. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, I, I can see it. And plus the whole world opens up. There's so many different demigods and worlds. Exactly. When you to. look at the world of mythology, there's so much you can play with. Yeah. There's so much. Like, just the concept of what they did go into um, with the, what are they, the Kakamora, um, the... The Realm of Monsters. Uh, the Realm of Monsters, um... What else? What else? We got demigods. And the gods. demigods, yeah. We got one demigod and one god. Yeah. There's so much more that they can play with. Yeah. 100%, you yeah. know? Definitely, yeah. And just the world of Moana, the aesthetic of Moana, the palm trees, the yeah. ocean, the blue ocean. I just, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Great. Moana claps for you. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, that wraps up our princesses. Yeah. I've been through all of them. It's really cool seeing how all these princesses have changed over time. Yeah. Like, what do we think the next era is going to be? I have no idea. Because like, how do you top this? It's, it's true. Like, it's like, you feel like now they're so, like, 
They're like, so advanced. There's nothing else there's... I can look on these princesses and be like, yeah. add this to them. You yeah. Know? Like, I know Raya could potentially be a princess. Like, she's she's a warrior, but yeah. Disney can choose Mulan, whatever they want. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, like, Raya is probably the next, like, potential, if we're going to get a princess type character. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think what they could do in terms of progression is maybe more, like, just diversifying, you know, mm-hmm. doing different cultures different um even different sexualities different different things like that yeah they've been really good at um well merida elsa and moana don't have any relationships mm-hmm. one of the last things i wanted to say about moana actually is i really like the story is so gender neutral yeah like for instance frozen or whatever you look at them and it's like this happens to this this like specifically will happen to like a female character yeah whereas moana it could be like anybody any anyway yeah yeah moana really could have like, been a dude yeah like she know? didn't want it like she didn't love wasn't even a thing in her movie yeah which i loved like that was amazing like it wasn't yeah. even a, a thing but yeah i think like definitely they could go into like same sex relationships or just more diversity different things like that would be really really cool yeah different relationships different parental or whatever like i think it would be really cool i'm just really excited to see like what they come up with do you think they'll change the animation again i don't know i think they have a style and they're sticking to it and they're just getting more and more like at least for a while yeah Yeah, because the tangled style has it's been in every film basically since yeah so yeah i don't know they might do that paperman style i could see that for another disney princess Mm We'll Which I heard originally, that's kind of how they were going to do Moana. Yeah, they wanted to do Moana that way, but uh, it wasn't ready for feature film. Yeah. All right, let's break down our final list. Okay. All right, Brayden, you go first. So do you want me to just go through all 14 or just 14? You do 14. Like, how do you want to do that? No, just go through all 14. Okay. So going from um, my Nas up to my Ya. Mm-hmm. Namana, Yamana. <laughs> Uh, so number 14 is Merida, and Snow White is number 13. I have them as, like, least favorites. Um, number 12 is Aurora. Number 11 is Belle. Those are my indifference. Number 10 is Tiana. Number 9 is Anna. Number 8 is Jasmine. Number 7, Pocahontas. Number 6, Cinderella. Those ones, to me, are solid. They're nothing bad about them. I just don't resonate with them specifically. Yeah. I have number 5. Mulan, number four, Rapunzel. So overall, like, I love these. These are my Yaz. But I have, like, my top three, which are, like, la creme de la creme. In la my creme opinion. de la creme. Yeah. <laughs> but Rapunzel, Mulan, I love them. Okay, so my top three are from the bottom up, Ariel, Elsa, and Moana. You will notice a common water theme. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a solid top three <laughs> um, i as you're going through yours i was trying to see like if we kind of married each other a bit and not really like we're pretty we have pretty different lists yeah um so i'll go through mine starting at 14 guess who it's aurora can't stand you Boo. Boo. <laughs> 13 is snow white 12 is cinderella I have 11 is merida now i'm kind of at a point where i might switch merida and cinderella because mm-hmm. I don't really like Merida at all. So I think I'm going to do that. We're going to put 12 as Merida and 11 as Cinderella. 10 is Belle. So those are my Nas, up to Merida to Aurora. Now going forward, uh, 10 Belle is a meh. Um, Jasmine is 9. 8 is Tiana. 7 is Pocahontas. 
Uh, six is Elsa and five is Anna. I think I like Anna more than Elsa. I just can't. Oh, wow. I can't. I can't like Elsa. She's cool. She's like, you know, she's a, if I saw her in like, you know, the online, (laughs) like her Instagram would probably be popping, you know, like she's like a whole like vigilante thing, whatever. I'd be like, she's cool. But like, I got to I got to taste to see what she's actually like as a person. They don't like her. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm screaming on the inside. I know you are. I know you are. But (laughs) you're sorry. Um, and then going into my yes, I have four is Ariel, three Rapunzel, two Mulan, and number one, the goat, Moana. <laughs> the goat? <laughs> the goat, like the greatest of all time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not up with the lingo, I guess. I was like, Jolly, is he on this list? <laughs> oh my god, Jolly. Oh my gosh, comment if you got that reference. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, yeah, so your top three are Moana, Mulan, and Rapunzel? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Those are my holy trinity. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Our top five is similar, except for Elsa. Yeah. Who else do you have? Oh, you have Cinderella up there. My t- so oh, my no, top you five don't. is Moana, Elsa, Ariel, Rapunzel, and Mulan. So who do I have that you don't have? You have... Oh, Anna. Anna's in your top five? Yeah. Okay. She just she just made it. She's still a meh for me, but she made it to my top five. Okay. I wouldn't put her as a yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Good for you, girl. So, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was really looking forward to filming this episode. Me too. Because we've done this so many times. <laughs> now, honestly, maybe we can do, like, a follow-up in, like, a year or two. Honestly, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, I think it'd be really cool to come back, like, once there's more princesses yeah. and, like, reassess our lists. Yeah. Because if you ask me my list, like... 10 years ago or something. It would have changed. Even like a couple years ago, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I really like doing these ranking lists and kind of, I mean, I know this was a very long podcast, but (laughs) it was really cool going into like, like our nostalgia and the Mm -hmm. history and and all sorts of things. So I know you had the idea of probably doing this again, like with, with other things, like every so often do like rankings. Yeah. Disney princes. Villains. Villains. Um non-disney princesses other female heroines oh that'd be cool yeah yeah a whole discussion on that would be awesome yeah so yeah um we really appreciate any feedback you guys can give us we're officially now on instagram we're on tumblr at spill and tea we have facebook um what else are we on we have everything we have everything you can catch <laughs> us on spotify and apple music at spill and tea yeah um please subscribe give us a review we really appreciate it mm-hmm. um it helps us out it, Give us any feedback you can, positive, whatever. Yeah. Um, Our Instagram is Spill and Tea Podcast. Uh, my Instagram is at Sakura MJ. And mine is at Braden Rosman. Please follow us up. Yeah. We don't it. bite. Yeah. We're super cool. We really want to make a community. Um, and hopefully soon, go, you know, go into a website and things like that. Um, so definitely, if you're a Tumblr user, come over to the Tumblr and we have lots of questions that are posting even on Instagram. We're kind of making it more interactive. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Honestly, the cool thing about our podcast is that we're taking nostalgic elements that honestly doesn't really matter what age you are. We've all grown up, grown up with these Disney movies and princesses and plots and honestly putting a comedic twist on it. So yeah. what more could fun. you really want? You yeah. know, yeah. Disney Plus brought you all these 
you know, classics. Yeah. And we're bringing it to you too. Yeah. And we just, we love Disney. We, you know, we make our jokes and stuff, but at the end of the day, we just love Disney and being able to talk about Disney and do this is awesome. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next time. See ya.